0: Welcome, everyone, to episode 403 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Will. Uh Today's topic, we are going to be, since Game of Thrones is finally going to be back on Sunday after a year and a half, we are going to be talking about Game of Thrones video games and mods for other video games uh i will keep it spoiler free i won't spoil anything um i know how that would be for me if i hadn't watched the show yet and had stuff spoiled for me so i will keep it spoiler free um but yeah there's uh there's some good ones out there and then there's some stinkers out there too so we'll be covering those will do you have anything you want to tease for later on the episode
1: yeah i played a game called mass effect andromeda that I'm really excited to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll probably talk about the trilogy, too, just because cause I want to. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty into Mass Effect currently. Um, other than that, if I sniffle a lot, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sick right now, so I'm pretty pretty tired and got no energy. So, mm-hmm. uh, I made some big purchases, too, which I'll nice. talk about in our weeks, and that's probably it for me.
0: Nice. Yeah. Yeah, as far as games, I mostly only have Sekiro to talk about. Still, uh, still working my way through that slowly but surely. Um, outside of that, I don't really have a too awful too awful much to talk about. So, let's get into the right into the main topic. So, yeah, Game of Thrones games and mods. Uh, first, I'll cover the games, the actual games that are Game of Thrones and are in the universe. So, the first is going to be Telltale's Game of Thrones. Um, i did play through all of this one and thoroughly enjoyed it if you played a telltale game you know what it's all about um it's very much in the telltale universe Uh, and despite telltale shuttering i know they had taken down some of the games but this is one you can still buy i checked this morning and it was 15 dollars on steam apparently it's also on uh it's also on android uh still available there for sure i also checked that also supposedly available on xbox one ps4 and ios uh, but it was also available on the Xbox 360 and ps3. so uh, so it starts during one of the more significant events in the show. I won't spoil what that is uh, but basically if you have any if you haven't seen the show yet, don't jump right into this because it spoils a major event in the game. Uh, don't start playing this game until after you've seen all of season three. once you start season four, then you're okay to start this and not have anything spoiled for you. very important distinction so. Um, the interesting thing about this game for me though was the way it intertwines uh, with with the events in the show uh, while also remaining its own separate story with its own separate characters uh, and it, it also manages to take your knowledge of the characters and the events that happen in the game uh, and mess with you because you know what this character is all about what that character is all about or what's supposed to happen here or there it takes that and it knows you know that knows you know that information and it twists it on you and it uses it to 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 bite you which is pretty cool i think
1: so you know how a character acts so you do one thing because you know you'll get that reaction but then you don't
0: or or because you know it you know how the that type of game especially like you try to do the right thing but it ends up not being the right thing
1: oh yeah oh yeah
0: it it does that very well in this game so okay yeah it definitely uh it definitely plays with that a little bit so so that's good um so that's definitely one worth playing um if you're a game of thrones fan it's 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 quite good 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 voice acting uh, very tense story even though like I said for the most part it doesn't involve the characters from the show um at least uh, more more in a background kind of way they're they're there
1: how many episodes did this get i don't even six. remember i get six wow
0: mm-hmm
1: i thought it was only like three but yeah
0: no it's a full six episodes they're all two to three hours each except for maybe the last one's a little bit shorter and uh they're supposed to they're work apparently working on season two so i don't know if someone's gonna eventually take the you know carry the torch for that or if it's just gone for good but Mm -hmm. it was in the works anyway uh so that's telltale's game of thrones the next one on the list is another uh, actual game it's called game of thrones the role-playing game uh, so it was developed by Cyanide Studios and published by Focus Home Interactive. Uh, I had all intentions on playing a lot of this this past week. Uh, I, but I, <coughs> excuse me, however, did not get a lot of game time uh, this week. And last night I had a significant amount of game time to play whatever I wanted. And I ended up playing a lot of Sekiro. So I didn't didn't play much of this. I did play about an hour. Um, so it's uh, on PS3, Xbox 360, and Steam. Um it's a role-playing game it's a action kind of uh rpg apparently from what i read the story in it is really good uh but not much else is really good Uh, and i can can say that at least the perspective from the characters is like kind of over the shoulder and very weird and the combat system is is pretty terrible uh the one the one uh fight i was in in the game uh, so it switches back and forth between the perspective of two different characters: Moors Westford, who is a brother of the Night's Watch, and then a knight named Alistair Sarwick, who I didn't play as. I just played the the beginning as as Mors for a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's got uh, it's got voice acting from the actual uh, a lot of the actual characters from the show, which is nice. Uh, it's not great voice acting, but it's the same voice actors or the same actors. So um, there's that. But yeah, it seems seems kind of janky. Uh, definitely, even, even as far as, I think it came out in, like, 2012 or 2013, still feels janky even for a game from 2012 or
1: 2013.
0: So, yeah. it keep out in 2013? I, I think just... so. Okay. Somewhere around there. Uh, that's one I will play at some point. Like I said, uh, being the Game of Thrones fan that I am, I, I do want to play it. Uh, I just didn't get a chance to play it <clears throat> this, this coming week so yeah uh next on the list and the final actual game i'm going to cover uh for game of thrones is reigns game of thrones um so that's the mobile game it's it's reigns i don't know you, have you ever played reigns Well, uh i have not okay uh it's actually reigns is actually pretty fun it's a game where you swipe left or right based on what decision you want to do um so it's for mobile steam and now it's on nintendo switch it's Obviously, a Game of Thrones spin on on the popular Reigns mobile games. So uh, that's also one I will play at some point. I was going to buy it and play it for this, but I just I have trouble spending money on mobile games in any capacity. Um, so there was a couple other ones. There's another mobile game. I think it's called Game of Thrones Conquest. No interest in trying that. And then there was a strategy game, which I believe is also from Cyanide Studios, who did the the, the Game of Thrones role playing game that mm-hmm. reviewed really badly so i didn't even think that was worth covering on <laughs> here just leave it alone
1: i'm actually surprised that a triple a developer hasn't made a game in the game of war uh, game of thrones like a like an rpg
0: yeah uh, i mean in
1: that universe
0: yeah like i said I get telltale is is the probably the best example of that um and it, it's a it's really a, a good fit to be honest oh yeah
1: um, it's just like there you see that kingdom come deliverance game which is supposed to be a more realistic like uh high fantasy game i guess you could say yeah um i'm just surprised like a studio like that hasn't done a game of thrones or like a
0: skyrim like is there even a skyrim mod for game of thrones there is there, well that's not okay. done yet they're working on it yeah that's okay, that's on okay. my list actually <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'll get into the mods uh, because I have played a significant amount of some of these. Uh, the first and, in my opinion, best one, it's the one we have in the in the video that we have going in our chat on twitch.tv slash athletes is Crusader Kings 2, A Game of Thrones. Um, i played a significant amount of this as uh, both House Dane and House Manderly. Um, it's really a perfect fit because Crusader Kings 2 does a great job with the political side of things which i don't feel like a lot of other games do and game of thrones is very very political at least in the beginning of it it's a little little less towards the end but it's still there definitely a very political game uh so there's there's that there's you know there's also the armies thing too that's in that's in crusader kings 2 also of course but uh it really plays up the whole marriage and assassination and betrayal and all that fun stuff that's that's huge in, in Game of Thrones, uh, is also huge in this game. So it really is a is a perfect fit for a Game of Thrones type game. I probably played, I don't know, it's not a lot in the grand scheme of things, but probably thirty or forty hours of Crusader Kings to the Game of Thrones mod. It's fun okay. stuff. Um, I
1: remember I remember back in the Crusader Kings era, Dan, when that would, that was like the game that followed Guild Wars, the yeah. game that we that was talked about probably the most. Oh. Um, yeah uh that you would try out that mod and had loved it yeah i do remember that that was before i was even aware of what game of thrones really was
0: yeah um it's 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 really really excellent so and that could be a way of too of learning uh crusader kings also is, is having that knowledge of game of thrones you can put to good use in in crusader kings too because it's a it, there's a steep learning curve it took me like 20 hours to learn how to play it Yeah, And, uh, you know, still pretty much every time I play it, I learn something new. So there's also that. So next on my list is a game called uh, Mountain Blade Warband, which anyone who's listening to this podcast knows I've played a decent amount of. And the mod is called Clash of Kings. So I also played a decent amount of this one. Uh, You create your own character in this one, which is kind of cool. Uh, And you play the war from the ground level. So Mountain Blade Warband is all about assembling your army of soldiers so you go around the villages you recruit you you have to do supplies and stuff you do battles in this one the battles are either first or third person uh very 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 janky um if you've ever played mountain blade warband you know exactly what i'm talking about uh it's very janky but it's also very very fun um so you you pick your character you have all these abilities uh they all seem to be important in in various ways um, and you level up, you know, by winning battles and stuff like that. Uh, this one too, you get to choose who you are allied with. So, um, I know when I played mine, I allied with the North. I ended up in uh, because I was so successful in some of my battles. Uh, the um, the oh, how do I do this without spoilers? The northern <laughs> I'll just say the northern lords rewarded my my efforts with a, a few small a small a few small hold fasts of my own uh that i could use to generate income and 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 supplies and stuff um so that is also a very cool game um i held one of the enemy lords for quite quite a while ransomed him him off for a tidy profit uh quite fun it's good stuff again you have to get past the jank for that one too though um but it's definitely worth a shot and i think that game's pretty cheap right now i'm really rating for mountain blade 2 to come out
1: so I was actually Thanks. just gonna ask about what's the deal with that? I feel like it was supposed to be coming out soon for yeah, a while.
0: It's it's supposed to come out soon, yeah. For the past like two years, I think. Uh, occasionally, I'll see a gameplay video about it, and that's that's about it. But uh, I look forward to the Game of Thrones mod for Ma- Mountain Blade Warband 2. So it's actually Mountain Blade Bannerlord, I think. Mountain Blade Two Bannerlord.
1: Bannerlord, so. yeah, that's right, that's right
0: uh next on the list is civilization 5 Uh, it's called a mod of ice and fire this one took me a little bit to find uh it seems like when i did a search in the steam community or the steam workshop uh, it took me a while to find the good ones the game of thrones ones that popped up at the beginning were not very good and i couldn't get it to work um so i did a search for this one and finally found it and followed a link from somewhere else um i played a little bit of this one today um it's it's civ 5 like you know and love but it's got the game of thrones skin on it it's got the map of westeros you can play as a bunch of different factions uh you know you can play as the starks lannisters baratheons uh etc etc tyrells martels Greyjoys, any of those houses or also uh manse raider and the wildlings of the north um, and then it's got a few other cities in there as as the um uh, city states from civ 5 so uh, there's some relationships involved with that stuff. Um, but basically, other than that, it's it's a save game. There's a few unique units and unique buildings for each of the of uh, the of the ho- large houses. Uh, but other than that, oh, another thing too, when you make a new city, it names it after. So like uh, I played as the north, um, so I was uh, I ended up, I was Rob Stark, and my two cities were Castle Kerwin and then Bear Island was my other city that i ended up making uh, i played that for maybe an hour hour and a half um, but yeah it's it's civ outside of that so that's also
1: very cool um merging your two loves game of thrones and civ yeah civ
0: <laughs> i never looked to see if there's this one for civ 6 i'm sure if there isn't there will be at some point um so yeah there's that one uh age of empires 2 hd has one called war of the five kings Really? Uh, yep. I played a little of this one today. Uh, so it adds Westeros and Seven Kingdoms as like a custom scenario. Okay. Um, so it just thrusts you in and everyone starts fighting all of a sudden. So I think it was it was hard for me because I haven't played Age of Empires 2 in quite a while. And I didn't know where my lands were, who my allies were. Like I didn't know anything about it. And it just throws you in the game with all these places and all these soldiers And just lets you figure it all out and i haven't played it in forever i didn't know what the buildings i couldn't remember what the buildings look like i couldn't remember anything about it so i was very confused Um, but it does seem like it's well done Um, i would just need to probably have played more age of empires 2 to be able to parse that one out at all Um, so there was that one there's medieval two total war kingdoms uh, and the mod is called westeros age of petty kings so i didn't play this one i do have this game on steam which i was surprised uh and if i had known i probably would have given it a shot but again these games have very steep learning curves um it takes place a thousand years before the events of the show uh but it's fully based on george rr R. martin's uh lore so something happening in hockey that i'm not aware of
1: uh columbus is winning what yeah
0: four three. Oh my god all my picks are doing terrible so there's there's that but anyway, that's why I didn't join the pool. I mean, it's just game one, but still, that's beside the point.
1: Yeah, no, it's... We'll talk about it during our weeks. So I'll yeah. try to keep it together until then, but...
0: Yeah, um, so that's that's pretty much it for Game of Thrones games and mods. There's not nearly as much out there. They are working on a Skyrim one. It looks really cool. Um, but there's also... I guess they're in between versions, so... They just went from the alpha version, and they're headed into the beta version, so it's not available to play right now. Um, there's a, a video that I watched for it. It looks really cool. Uh, I will definitely give that a shot when it eventually comes out, or at least try the beta. Um, so, And then I'll report back on that when I when I finally get to it. Um, I know Corey's not going to be happy about that, because I'll probably play that before I play it well. <laughs> But we shall I... see.
1: I actually had the hankering to play Skyrim, and I said, no, don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> Play Enderall
0: before. Play under All first. That's right. So uh, that's it. Yeah. Um, as I said, I tried to keep it as spoiler-free as possible uh, for those that haven't seen the show. I know Will's eventually going to watch the show, right?
1: Yeah, I'm probably going to wait until it's almost done or done before I start because...
0: You could probably wait until it's almost done because it is like seven hours of television. <laughs> yeah. So. I just, I, as people
1: know, like I hate waiting for seasons to air and have to wait in between episodes. So yeah. I like to, I usually like to wait until shows are done. That might take years, but um I'm very impatient. I'm a, I'm a millennial. I want what I want now.
0: Yeah, so I'm the same way. And honestly, like, and I f- at least initially thought I was the only one, but I was worried when Game of Thrones finished a year and a half ago uh i you know you worry about not living to see the end of it you know yeah despite being happen. in good health and <laughs> i was reading a thread on reddit and and a lot of other people had the same fear you know the, what you, if i die you, people, people younger than me like i could die in a car accident and not get to see the end of game of thrones yeah uh, there's still time i'm not gonna you know i don't want to jinx it but uh, i think i think i probably in the clear at this point
1: yeah i think you're good i think you got it <laughs> so do you think game of thrones is like the most popular show on tv i would think so that's what i would think too
0: yeah um at least as far as cultural impact i mean there may be some awful reality tv show that people watch secretly
1: keeping up with the kardashians yeah yeah
0: but that uh, there's that doesn't really have much cultural impact you know i don't know those jenners (laughs) Uh, well yeah i don't know but people are afraid to say they like that stuff so it's not like it's water cooler conversations that work the next day you know I fully admit I like Kendall Jenner I honestly could I wouldn't have no idea what she looks like
1: no yeah idea. she's the one that's not as popular
0: okay i I'm an old fart I'm fully <laughs> willing to admit that <laughs> uh, I wouldn't i the only Kardashian I would know if I saw them is is Kim Kardashian. Outside of that, I would have no idea looking at any of them if that it was them. No what about Caitlyn, no. <laughs> Wait, Caitlyn Jenner? Yeah, that that was formerly Bruce Jenner, right? Yep. Yeah, I still probably wouldn't know their face <laughs> if I saw them.
1: I wouldn't know either, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah. Because uh, I I shun and loathe like most pop culture yeah. things,
1: especially that whole thing. Yeah. It's just like it's a bizarre family like fame.
0: Yeah, and I I really despise reality TV for the most part. It's, per- it's horrible. Oh God, uh, that's what ruined the History Channel and the Discovery Channel and all the all that stuff that I used to love uh, was was ruined by reality TV.
1: Yeah, because everybody wants to have that hit show that everybody watches and everybody chases it. Well,
0: yeah, because I mean. It, it, this is a little off topic, but you know, you you film all these crappy reality TV shows, and you just hope something sticks. They don't cost a lot; it doesn't yeah, cost yeah. as much as actually having a written, acted show. You know, if it doesn't pan out, then you didn't, didn't risk much. But if it pans out, it's still you know at least for a while, probably relatively cheap to make. Yeah. As as compared to traditional television, so definitely, and it's all throwaway TV in my opinion. So definitely, yeah anyway will Nibblebits, what do you got for me um i don't know what you have
1: so i will only throw these two out here for right now uh but one is there is a nintendo direct so i saw a rumor that it's tomorrow yeah is that confirmed or i have not seen
0: it confirmed anywhere um but that doesn't mean it's not been confirmed
1: I've seen the 11th and 12th.
0: Okay. I've
1: seen that online. So I don't really know. Nintendo usually announces their directs before, a couple days before, or 24 hours before. So I guess, I I really don't know when it's coming, but the rumor is that there's a direct coming. If I were to guess, Smash 3.0 will be announced, uh, which means the release of Joker will be there. I would also guess maybe Persona 5, but after that, I don't really know what they've got up their sleeves. It's uh, Reggie's last Nintendo Direct, because so, I believe this is his last week at Nintendo.
0: Yeah, April 15th is his last day, I believe. I, I thought like, it was... Then he passes okay, off yeah. to Doug Bowser.
1: Okay, so uh, they're probably going to get in another Direct. Um, it's coming, we just don't know for sure what day right. it's coming. So... There's that. And also, Dan, this is more to you. Yeah. Have you read Jason Schreier's articles about Bioware recently? Not recently, no. You should, because... Okay. I, I like his stuff, I just haven't haven't
0: had a chance to read it.
1: So from Kota- Kotaku, the only people I really like are Jason Schreier and Kirk Hamilton. Stephen yeah. Totilo, too. Yeah. Um, those are the only three people that I'll ever read anything about, because A, Jason Schreier is kind of the... The scoop guy. Um, yeah,
0: he does. He does really good investigative reporting. He does.
1: Oh, and by he... the way, he confirmed the next Assassin's Creed. I saw that it was uh, going to be uh, Vikings and Norse. Um, so I'm pumped about that. But uh, he put out an article. I think it was today or yesterday about the past and present of Dragon Age Four. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's okay. really good read because he talked about how everybody how Bioware's development has been so bad recently uh-huh. that nobody can make decisions on what they want to do for any of the games, and, like, they have to crunch incredibly hard to get the game actually made once they decide on a direction, and it's within a very short time period. Like, I guess Dragon Age 2 was made in 18 months. Really? Which is crazy, if that gives you any context to why Dragon Age 2 is the way that it was. Um, So, yeah, with all of that, like, they talked about how Dragon Age 4 was being developed how they were actually, it was on a smaller scale than Dragon Age Inquisition, um, but it was going to be way more choice-heavy, and there'll be way more ways that your character can have an impact on the world, so on and so forth, yada, yada, yada. Um, They had a clear vision for it and everything, and were really excited, but EA actually nixed it because they wanted everybody to go work on Anthem, to uh, fix Anthem. So after that happened, the game got nixed, the money they spent on it got kind of thrown away, and now they're making a complete other game with live service being a keyword to it. So a lot of people are really worried about what that means, and no one's really sure. Um, Because Casey Hudson actually put out a statement, who's back at Bioware, saying when he says live service, he wants the game to be played after the initial spurt uh, of the main story. Uh, not to worry that this is the most uh, experienced team they've got developing on the game. But Jason Schreier also confirmed that a lot of the people who worked on the Dragon Age games have actually left Bioware. <laughs> so no one really knows what to expect of Dragon Age. I guess it's a little while, uh, a little ways off, even though they put out a teaser in the 2018 Game Awards. Uh-huh. Um, Bioware is in a very interesting spot. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what to think of any of the stuff you read from Bioware.
0: Yeah, I don't have anymore. much much faith in them, unfortunately. Yeah, lo- yeah we've lost that. Yeah. And the oh, the whole live service thing frustrates me. Because that's it, EA pushing it. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't need to be in everything. You can make a good single-player game like they've been doing for a while and not have to have that stuff. I, I mean, Breath of the Wild is still... One of Nintendo's top sellers, and the internet is littered with stuff that happens in that game. Still, I, I know not everyone can make a Breath of the Wild. Like I get that, but you know that was a single player game. It came out and is has remained, other than a couple DLC things, largely unchanged. Uh, aside from a, maybe a patcher here, here and there, and then you know some DLC. Like but it's still super popular. What it, over two years later? Uh huh.
1: I just like. You're right, and we still see things on the internet about it quite often. Yeah. I don't know what the disconnect is because it's not our Bioware's games that selling as well as say the sports games or the the battlefield games. Like, is that what the problem They're not. is?
0: They're definitely not. I mean, I think FIFA literally is holding EA together as a company. FIFA and like Madden, because they don't have to do a lot year to year. They release a, you know they release a FIFA, change a handful of things keep it largely the same, and sell a ton of, you know, card packs and and all that crap that they put in it nowadays, which I know some people love, but I just, I have zero interest in that stuff. So, were
1: all three original Mass Effect games EA? Or was two and three EA? I believe the first
0: one was not EA. Two was was EA. Okay. (sighs) I just
1: don't understand how those games were fine, and then now... I don't know, is it just the changing of the times and EA wants to chase that much money all the time? Like, is it them? Is it Bioware? Like, I don't really know what the answer is to any yeah. of this. And it's a little, like, I I want to know the inner workings way more. Yeah. Just because, like, if this is fascinating to me, it's all interesting stuff, what's going on there. and They can't, um...
0: I don't think they can take too many more hits, you know? Yeah. And I don't think, like, I, I, I feel like outside of a handful of games, the whole live service thing... it's not as easy of a cash cow as some games make it seem, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because because I I think of a game like destiny, uh, they have to constantly come out with content. So they constantly have have to have a huge team of people. And apparently crunch was a, was a big thing with that. Like literally all the time, because they have to be constantly coming out new content all the time to keep their players interested in the game because there's always another game that someone can move on to no no matter what kind of game you you have you know
1: yeah but how do i don't know maybe nintendo is just a better developer like cd project red maybe they're just better developers then right like yeah because how do they hold over the attention of everybody but bioware can't and they're resorting to these live service games like
0: yeah i don't know i again that's probably has something to do with ea and and trying to trying to make money which is fine but you're you know you're driving a story developer into the ground and and doing so by making them come i i and i even liked mass effect two and three as multiplayer like i thought that was fun yeah Uh, they were cool you know yeah definitely Uh, or was it just no it was mass effect three and then andromeda not two yeah two or Uh, three
1: and andromeda had the multiplayer yeah
0: I, i actually i don't even know that i ever played andromeda's but i played a bunch of threes and it was it was quite good. It was it was very fun. Um, I'm pretty sure
1: Eric bought Mass Effect 3, only played the multiplayer.
0: Yeah, I think right? you're right.
1: I think you're right about <laughs> that, yeah. Um, you know what? Ubisoft with Assassin's Creed Odyssey is the best mold of games as service in single-player Epic game. You know what I mean? Because that game's story and depth to it is incredible, but they keep supporting it with DLCs, updates, like new content for free all the time, and... They're doing amazing, so yeah. I think Odyssey is kind of the example of single player game that can be game of service at the same time.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, I talk about Crusader Kings too a lot, but they're you know every, I don't know, eight months or so they come out with a new like content pack that that adds to the game. Yep, it's a single player game. I think you could do some multiplayer, but it's got to be someone you know. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's like they just add new stuff every now and again. That game's been out for. I don't know, six years, eight years. It's been out for a while. And every once yeah. in a while, they just add something new to the game.
1: Yeah. I guess that might, I don't know. That must be how EA wants things done. And that's unfortunate for Bioware. Because they don't get to do what they want to do. Or take the time that they want to take. Yeah. Because really, I mean, development for Mass Effect 2 being 18 months, that's insane. Could you imagine trying to make Dragon a game? Dragon Age 2, wasn't it? Or what did I say? Mass Effect. Okay, Dragon Age 2. Like, could
0: you imagine doing that? No. And that was probably the the least well-received of the Dragon Age games, too.
1: Yeah. Which, ironically, is the game they're most proud of, apparently. Is it? Yeah, because of what they were able to accomplish. Oh, in the time frame. And you know, Jason Schreier made a good point. Ubisoft makes their games, like, a factory. Like, just people churn it out. Uh-huh. And they're usually really good, so maybe that's the way to do it with games that are to the scale now yeah i don't know it's an interesting topic and one that we probably won't have an answer to like what what's best for game
0: development no but I, and we won't know the inner workings until someone comes out with like a tell-all a yeah tell-all yeah book
1: definitely and i think jason schreier is the closest thing we've got to giving us a tell-all because he did put out a book yeah called blood sweat and pixels i believe is what yes. it was called
0: yep so i've been interested in that I, it's on my amazon wish list I'm, one of these days i'll pull the trigger i should buy it because of how you know into games we are so
1: if you i know you don't have much time to like listen to podcasts but if you do listen to a gaming podcast listen to put split screen it's I'm, usually pretty I'm good
0: subscribed i just haven't listened to it it's it's usually pretty good it's kirk uh um, yeah, jason, jason and, and then they have just, someone else from
1: yeah matt mattie um who actually don't ever read anything from, but
0: she's got on the podcast. So. I've seen her a couple times on their video thing. Uh, yeah. Which I can't remember what it's called right now, but yeah, they have a, a video series that they do every now and again.
1: Yeah. They, they had the same conversation we kind of just had on their podcast, which, you know, which made me interested. And then he put out that Dragon Age article and I was like, man, Jason's been going after Bioware. Yeah recently
0: getting all the scoops ea lording itself over bioware yeah definitely i i just think ea is is not capable of coming out with anything anything good at this point i'm worried about the the star wars game that they're coming out with i i'm just worried about it you know
1: yeah so that actually can lead into another nibble bit uh respawn put out their teaser for jedi the new order yeah i think it's called uh which is their new game we find out more this month i believe okay So, um, check out that teaser. I guess it's an action-adventure game. That's what it's been... Uh, It's genre that it's been classified as. So, um, I expect kind of like an Uncharted gameplay style game, maybe. Okay. So, which would be different from Respawn. That'll be pretty cool to see them try something else. Yeah. If we know anything, some of those studios that do those shooters come out with those, like adventures or rpg games they're really good just look at horizon with gorilla yeah so um but other than that that's that's all i've got dan okay
0: Uh, i got a couple things here first is that starlink battle for atlas halts production on further toys uh Uh so they their their toys to life experiment has seemingly failed I think the game sold okay, and I think they're happy with sales figures, and honestly, I thought it was a, a pretty good game. Didn't need the toys. I think it's a fine game without the toys. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping it continues into something. I love that it's uh, Star Fox 2. Um, don't know that I would have liked it as much if it had been another... another or just the standard characters, you know? Yeah. Um, hang on a second. I've got to move my... Move my keyboard so i can set my laptop up so i can have the predators game on while we're recording
1: yeah i'm actually just getting ready to get that stream going or maybe i should see yeah. the end of the pittsburgh game
0: is that that's still tied right
1: i believe so maybe i'll have both
0: um so that's the first nibble bit the second is that uh i don't know if you heard about nintendo labo vr i did hear about that it's yeah. coming out i think it's coming out is it tomorrow or then friday maybe um But the VR portion is going to work with Breath of the Wild and uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Apparently, you can play full Breath of the Wild on the Nintendo Labo VR and parts of Super Mario Odyssey. Really? That's pretty cool. Um, I think we may be getting that for our son for his birthday, Um, (laughs) so I will undoubtedly be trying uh, Breath of the Wild in VR, so super cool. cool that's pretty cool honestly yep uh and then my last little bit an anonymous millionaire wants to uh rent a real life island and have a real life battle royale on it (laughs) not with actual guns and weapons he apparently wants to use airsoft guns uh, with special hit detection armor suits uh, and apparently he wants to have it be like a weekend excursion with events throughout the entire weekend. Everyone can come to the island camp there, have their battle royales, have food and beverage provided uh so that sounds like a pretty awesome time to be honest with you. This is genius honestly <laughs> I think really, this is a great idea. It really is genius and uh, it, it, you know if they have like uh sign ups for it, I would definitely you know throw my hat in the ring. I think that would be a blast,
1: although this could go horribly wrong
0: oh, if sure. a psychopath goes there yeah definitely i wonder yeah i don't know how they're how they're gonna pick their contestants but
1: and yeah. their island I'm not, yeah I, I read that and i was like that's a brilliant idea he would make so much money doing that
0: it could also be to lure people there and have you know have the the most dangerous game you know have him hunt people or whatever yeah you know, I don't know. yeah you're right it could go horribly wrong yeah
1: <laughs> Could go horribly wrong in the ways he's just luring people there or an attack of some sort. But yeah. yeah. But the actual like the idea of uh being executed perfectly, like I think it's a genius idea. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Uh so that's my last little bit. How's your week, Will?
1: Good. Uh where do I wanna start? Um i guess i'll start with my purchases i'm kind of excited to talk about that about a week ago dan i kind of told you i needed a desk so Mm -hmm. i ordered the one you told me to get and i have it set up right now and it is awesome
0: yeah it's nice having a nice big desk with space for your stuff
1: definitely especially because i'm looking into upgrading my pc here pretty soon so like i kind of have been able to map out how everything will go on here um it's really nice. I'm really, really loving it. Super easy to put together too. Yeah, yeah. Me and me and mom sat down and did it in like ten minutes. Nice. Good. So um but that's not all. I was laying in bed one night, made some good money at work through tips. So I was like, huh, it's on Amazon. What pops up is those TCL four K TVs. Yes. Sixty five inches for like five hundred also they let you do payment plans
0: oh do they really on that for this one they did
1: i checked the other sizes they didn't so i got the 65 inch tv 4k for 500 with 400 and like 15 payments or whatever to include the tax so i've got my 4k tv sitting in here it's way too big but i love it
0: <laughs> sure that's awesome
1: I like. I was like, ah, oh, 65 inches. It's not much bigger than what I got now, but no, I have it in here, and it's well, it's insane it's, how much bigger it that's is. That's
0: bigger than the TV in my living room. Ours <laughs> is only 48, I think. And it's not 4K either. So,
1: Well, I wasn't here today when it came. Mom was, and she's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> nice. Um, then, then, like,
0: Dad saw it. He's like, why? So, Yeah, that's bigger than the TV in their living room, too. And that's a small so... room. That used to be my bedroom
1: yeah yeah <laughs> honestly dude. it's more than half of the back wall yeah uh, i could see that right here um so like i don't have a con basically why i got it is media is moving in the way of 4k yeah um and i the tv i had last was <laughs> cory that's disgusting <laughs> um it was
0: cheap so i did it uh, yeah that's a great great deal
1: I, yeah, I can pay $100 a month for five months. Like, that's super easy. Yeah. I never really let myself fall below a certain number of my bank account anyway. Not just that, so, but you
0: don't have to pay any interest on it. It's just, you just pay for the TV split up over five months.
1: Ex- yeah, I was, I wouldn't, I told mom and dad I wouldn't have done it if that was the case where I had to pay it all up front, but because they did the, pl- the plan, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, but yeah, because of media moving in the way of 4K, I, Kind of wanted to future-proof a little bit with that. I was originally going to get a 4K small TV for my computer that I'm going to be upgrading to. Uh Decided against that um, for a couple of reasons. Um, I forgot the reasons. Johnny explained to me why he didn't think that would be something that I should do. Um, And it made sense. I'd rather just get two monitors. So that's kind of the way that I'm going to go with it. Sure. Um, But... I'm kind of looking into getting a PS4 Pro because I can trade in a bunch of stuff right now. Like, I have Rock Band 4 and all the instruments. I saw Amazon was going to give me, like, 70 for it. So, like, that. And then, like, my PlayStation 3 that I've got, like, I could get, like, 50 for it. So, I could have, like, a third of the payment, kind of, or the fourth, a fourth of the PlayStation paid off. Uh-huh. So if I just save for a couple of paychecks because I'm also trying to save for a computer like I it won't really even be any hit into right. my my account um my savings for my computer. So really like I think I'm going to do that in a couple weeks because I never really played God of War. I never played Horizon all the way through. I never I want to play Days Gone. Um I want to play some other games on it too that are exclusives to Detroit 2 or Become Human is another one. So, I think in a couple weeks, I might pull the trigger on, on that. Um, okay. And then continue saving um, for my computer, which, really, I'm kind of close to being able to get all the pieces that I want anyway, besides the monitors. So, uh-huh. uh, I'm doing doing good with the things that I want to buy. Um, I'm having a hankering, by the way, to do an Assassin's Creed playthrough.
0: Oh, nice. Really Start, big Starting hank- at the beginning?
1: Yeah, I really, like... All of the games with the first one are pretty much remastered or playable on the newest console. So, like, I'm kind of tempted to go back and because I've never played three Unity or Rogue, uh-huh. and they're all on the new consoles. Did you play uh, the first
0: Assassin's Creed?
1: I did. I played one in uh, Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, and most of Revelation. So I played all of those, but it's been so long, and I'm like, maybe yeah, maybe I will go back. And I was watching a lot of videos on it, so I kind of want to do that, but I also at the same time want to do that Pokemon playthrough, so I'm kind of like torn by what I want to do. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think uh, that pretty much encapsulates my week. I'm on break next week, so that's going to be nice. I don't have to worry about school. Nice. Yeah. Um, Again, I'm sick, so if I sniffle, I'm sorry. I'm trying not to. Yeah, it happens. Um, Hockey, playoff hockey started today. Oh, yeah. Um, Preds play right now, right? Yep, they're playing right now. Playing right now. Columbus beat Tampa Bay
0: in the first game,
1: surprisingly. Draft lottery happened. Um, Won by New Jersey. Let me... Tell you, I think the Devils have Edmonton Oilers like luck in the lottery. Sure, they've won twice in the last like three years. Oh
0: really? Oh, because did they win the year they got yeah. Heshire? Hersh- his-
1: yeah, they w- they got Nico Heshire that year, um, and then they're gonna get Jack Hughes or Kaka or whoever they want. Right. um also, I'm really excited for Rangers fans getting that second pick. I was really happy to see that. Yeah, so.
0: Corey had said that the Rangers have never picked in the top three ever, which blew my mind. Blew my mind too.
1: For how much like they've been mediocre over the years, like yeah. to not stumble into a top top pick. Yeah, I don't know. And then, Very you, then, then you get
0: a team like Edmonton who <sighs> has Taylor Hall picked, picked in the top was. five or yeah in the top who yeah what well, four or five times. Three times in a row won the won the draft lottery. They
1: were the first team I checked to see where they were picking. Once I got out of work and saw the lottery had happened, I was like, where's Edmonton
0: picking? Wasn't it like fifth? Six. I want to say it was like
1: eighth. Oh, really? It was later than I expected. Huh. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, I know Colorado's four. I'm sure people are the like, teams that actually needed the first round, the first, the high picks are kind of mad that Jersey, Rangers, Chicago –
0: yeah Colorado got the first four yeah
1: um because two of those teams were not that bad and then Devils were kind of bad but whatever and then the Avs are pretty good they're in the playoffs yeah
0: so well they got the Senators <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the Senators uh don't get don't get that pick
1: no all of their first picks are late because all all playoff teams did it so yeah. um but I think that's it for the things I wanted to talk about. Um, played a lot of games, which we'll talk about. So Nice.
0: Okay. Um, I've only got a couple quick things to uh, talk about. Yeah? Beerless says I got the horses in the back. I don't know what that means. <sighs> what? I feel like I know that reference. Uh, yeah, I missed uh, I, I Let us know what the reference is because I'm <laughs> drawing a blank here. Uh, but that could be because my brain is, is mush right now. Uh, so the only, only thing I have to talk about really is, um, so we went outside on Sunday cause it was, it's finally nice here. Um, I did some cleaning up in the yard. ER. My, my kids all played outside. Um, so we came inside and my wife was changing my, one of my twins diapers and he had a tick on him <clears throat> that had bitten him like up on his, up on his diaper line. So I had to do a, a tick oh. removal, uh the other day on sunday so that was fun uh luckily we know we we don't go outside that much so we know it had only been there for a couple hours top so he wasn't in danger of getting any diseases or anything um uh, but still oh is there there's the, i don't think there's a more worthless or disgusting bug than a tick um they're mm-hmm. just blah they just are there to suck on your blood and give pass around diseases like
1: yeah I give you Lyme. lime that's all they're really doing to you uh, to you yeah
0: So I'm going to get some, some spray and spray up the yard for, and hopefully we don't have any more ticks, but we didn't have a super cold winter other than like a week of it being bitterly cold. Uh, So it didn't kill them as much as, as usual. So yeah. Uh, But that's, that's why we don't like going outside very much.
1: Honestly, I didn't even know, like we had, I knew we had ticks up in this area yeah but i didn't really realize how easy it is you can get bit by a tick
0: yeah it's it's pretty it's very common around here it makes Uh, me
1: self-conscious honestly
0: yeah and and after i like after i removed his like i I, you know we checked we checked everybody everybody got checked you know up and down for ticks but i kept feeling like they were crawling on me yeah yep god gross give you the heebie-jeebies yeah but anyway uh that was my excitement for the weekend um i don't think i have anything else to report no i don't so let's get into what we played will and i want to talk yeah. about mass effect real quick i
1: want to say i beat assassin's creed origins hey well so been. thank you thank you um
0: oh, real quick before i don't want to don't mean to interrupt you um the Assassin's Creed Origins is on Humble Monthly right now. It's the the early unlock, so you can pay twelve dollars get Assassin's Creed Orange. Or, or I keep saying oranges as a joke, but it, I actually say it now. But it's Assassin's Creed Origins you can get for twelve dollars. So if you're interested in having it on a PC, yes, that's 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 the way to go.
1: Yep, um I think we're me and you are both going to subscribe for it this this month for um,
0: yeah i'm definitely getting it and then you get uh once once the month is over the first friday of the new month you get the rest of your games that you that you get unlocked so um, usually a couple good indie games there might be some there might be other ubisoft games in there it's hard to tell but then there's also some new games
1: islanders just pulled ahead did
0: oh did they really they did not good for my my uh hockey pick so far
1: nope been wrong in every game so far <laughs> um But Assassin's Creed Origins, uh, I got to say, that game's incredible. Uh Um, Bayek is one of the best – it's weird to say because I said this about Cassandra, too, being one of the best assassins. But Bayek is definitely up there, and he's also – a lot of the Assassin's Creed fans agree, too, um, that he is one of the best characters. He's the most relatable Uh character-wise character wise too which is really really fun um not to mention egypt is awesome like really it was an amazing game um i want to the reason why i rushed through it a little bit faster is i kind of want to replay it again a little bit later
0: what happened brian boyle just killed somebody
1: oh really <laughs> yeah Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> um i'm gonna put that game on in a minute actually but um i'm gonna play it again on pc when i get my set, set up all um yeah beardless says that uh bayek is his favorite as well so okay
0: cool
1: that's more confirmation he's uh a lot of people still say Ezio is the best assassin but Bayek's is usually number two
0: okay
1: for what it, for what it's worth cool um yeah so i'm gonna play it again on pc when i have my suite set up and i can play it in all its beautiful glory um so that's what i'm looking forward to so i beat that but i want to talk about mass effect
0: yeah sure.
1: so I've put about eight hours into Mass Effect Andromeda. and I'm not very far. For reference for people who have played it, I just got Joel Uh-huh. as a squad mate. Um, I don't think this game was as bad as everybody made it out to be at all. No. I don't think it's a... Okay. I don't think it's a great Mass Effect game, but I think it's a good sci-fi game. Okay. Um, that's kind of where I... Put it because the but the mass effect 2 and 3 i think I i honestly think andromeda might be better than the first mass effect 2 just because it's newer yeah yeah um the gameplay is plays the better, than, better yeah yeah and that's only because by i mean 2007 is when the first one came out six. Oh, i
0: don't know i'll look it up yeah ah, there's this thing called the internet
1: the interwebs to so check that google so so, obviously, like, the systems, the gameplay, the gra- all of that's going to be way better. And that, like, those quality of life stuff really helps out. Um...
0: <laughs> November 20th, 2007.
1: Fearless says he's genuinely surprised that he found four people <laughs> who liked Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, again, like I said, I don't think it's a great Mass Effect game, but I think it's a fine science fiction game. And yeah. that's kind of how i playing it as... Um... I my first impression was I was a little cold on it to start to be honest yeah Uh, and I don't really know why I think it's because I expected you're going to another galaxy I expected it to be just so radically different Uh uh-huh and it kind of wasn't in my opinion like it was looked a little bit like oh here's a sand planet here's this one planet with lightning going on and there were some cool things that were from like oh that's not recognizable like the floating mountains on habitat seven yeah and the electrical storms like yeah that's stuff like we don't normally see but then i thought about it it's kind of hard when your mind can't comprehend what's in andromeda to make a game in andromeda because like really we have no clue what we can make that's zany yeah yeah
0: it's, it's so, a, like it's a hard thing to do definitely
1: yeah, it's a hard mindset to get in to make something like that. So, once I got past that, I started to really like the game. I really liked um, being able, yeah, Corey's first reaction as well was that it wasn't as different as you thought it would be. Um, but, like, once I got past that and you started getting all the squad mates and you started to talk to them on your ship, I'm like, ah, I really like this game. Uh, then, when you do some stuff on EOS and, like, try to. Like, my impression is that there's going to be a lot of fetch quests and busy work on this game, too.
0: There is a lot of busy work.
1: Okay, so there's a lot of that. And I kind of figured that by being Pathfinder, you're just kind of doing a bunch of busy work to keep everything going. But it seems like there's a lot of really cool things to do. There's a lot of, like, making the the planets viable to live on, which is a thing you can do. Um, Rebuilding the Nexus, too. Uh, Completing that is, like, another thing you can do as well. Um, All of that, like, the more people that you... or the more the more that you're able to help the Nexus, the more that you can like get bonuses to different things to the Pathfinder. So like there's a lot of really cool RPG elements in this game as well, and like I think that's like it's very fun to play. I think the combat in the game is really solid as well. Um, I've also played it since it's been probably been patched too, so I don't really know how it was at launch, but like, I think the game's really good i will say my favorite squad mates so far have been drac and vetra Uh uh-huh
0: yeah i
1: think they're both awesome
0: yeah
1: um pb is all right i don't hate pb at all um she's kind of whiny a little bit so far um i'm interested to see how she kind of comes along and then like uh cora and liam are kind of the boring human characters yeah um i will say it is kind of it's always the case (laughs) The only human character that I ever found interesting was uh, Miranda. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is, is Cora follows Miranda with being the super talented biotic. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, okay, we've we, seen we've that seen already. This already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of takes a little bit away from um, from Cora. Um, hello, poncho seventy two.
0: But so, uh, Dan, what did uh did you and Corey both beat Mass Effect Andromeda? I know I beat it. I don't know if Corey beat it. Um I, and and for me I I went into the game I tried to go into the into the game with as with as clear of a mind as I could because I I knew if I went into it expecting Mass Effect 1 2 and 3 that it would ruin the experience for me yeah. and even going in with with my mind set that way like I still tried to at the beginning expected it too much to be like Mass Effect 1 2 and 3 yeah, uh, you know the stakes, especially towards the end of the Mass Effect trilogy. So Corey says yes, he beat it. Um, mm-hmm. But after I after I played it for a little while, and you know, like you said, appreciated some of the systems and the gameplay uh, things about it, I, I started to like it for its own its own thing. You know, it's never gonna you're never gonna go back to that to the Mass Effect original trilogy. This is its own thing now. Like this is Mass Effect now. So you know it was was fine
1: beer this makes actually a good point and i kind of now that he brings it up i see that parallel that mass effects andromeda's main plot it was just kind of dragon age inquisition in space
0: yeah it was very similar absolutely
1: yeah like i remember i haven't played a lot of inquisition but i did the hinterlands and there was a lot of like tasks and fetch quests and busy work to do yeah seems like andromeda has a lot of that um But again, like I think the game is fine so far. I'm having fun. Um, the cat I think are kind of an interesting enemy as of right now. Uh, the remnant remind me a lot of the Protheans without being organic. Uh-huh. But, uh, but like playing this game kind of sparked my interest. I've been watching like Mass Effect lore videos, and they score. Yeah, nice. Who
0: was it? Yossi.
1: Nice. So up one zip. Yep. Perfect. Um, I've been watching the lore videos, and I've actually been super interested, and in I actually had forgot a lot of the stuff about Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. Like, I forgot you fought a Reaper in Mass Effect 3 and killed it. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. I was yeah. like, holy crap, that's so cool. Um, I was just, like, watching videos about the Turian race, the Drell race, the Asari Rays, and, like, a lot of it was really interesting. I'm actually gonna go back and play through... The original trilogy maybe over the summer because i was like man i forgot a lot about what had
0: happened but yeah there's a lot of a lot of good stuff there and those games hold up really well even now even the first one like i know gameplay there's some parts it's, of it that don't hold up like the the mako stuff doesn't hold up for and it was bad when it first came out but yeah, yeah. Uh, it holds up even less well now um, but yeah the, there's a lot of really good stuff in that game and it's it's kind of sad that we'll never never really return to that sort of thing you know yeah well, like how cool was the geth
1: yeah i know like and then when you meet legion and stuff
0: like that like yeah you can, You kind of get a little sympathy for the geth yeah honestly
1: <laughs> i think geth are the most misunderstood race in the entire galaxy because what i didn't know was the geth that you fight are the called heretics they're the yeah. ones that got tempted by the reapers to yeah. for power so like they're attacking but 95 percent of the geth are actually uh friendly and yeah peaceful. they
0: just, just want to be left alone
1: they want to be left alone they want to learn that's all they want to do yeah it's like you meet legion and like he's completely different from that and like made me just like man then it kind of bummed me out that the quarians geth drell and hanar aren't even in andromeda i was yeah. like man i was kind of bummed to see that um
0: the last Well, they, I... were, they were supposed to be there wasn't that a canned dlc yep the, okay so, so what yep oh, that God, there's actually that's um
1: there's actually a book about it, but they canned the DLC for it. Okay. Uh, we are yeah. You were supposed to get all I think four of those races to like were coming.
0: Well, at least I guess canon wise, at least they they've made it.
1: Yeah, to the Andromeda. Yeah. Uh, quick question.
0: Yeah. The thing that I
1: might be most fascinated on are the Turian, Asari, and Salarian arcs. Do you, is there stuff with that that gets done like? Uh because i'm because like i noticed that they're not there and like they keep saying don't know where they are what's going on find out information do you actually like do anything with I, it or is it honestly
0: just... don't remember i think they get there but it's been a couple of years now since i've played it I don't, I don't recall
1: i figured they would do something with it uh but i was just curious what what the deal is with that yeah, but I don't know. um but yeah i'm actually i'm really liking it so far um i intend yeah beerless says yeah okay so there is more with that i'm kind of glad to see that Uh um i am pretty pretty excited to keep playing it after we finish recording i'm actually going to sit down and probably play play quite a bit um i'm liking andromeda i wish i played it when it came out yeah okay so anything else well no that that's about it
0: okay um, so yeah, last night, as I said in the main, main segment last night, I, my wife was in Philadelphia to see a Justin Timberlake concert with one of her friends. I had planned on playing the Game of Thrones, a role-playing game, but I ended up just playing Sekiro until I couldn't stay awake <laughs> any longer. Uh, so I played, I guess it was, I finally got the kids to bed at like 8.45 and I played that until I couldn't stay awake. Sitting on the couch was probably like 12.45, so is that like four or five hours that i played i can't do the math right now because my brain is is mush but um yeah i i i made some progress i beat some bosses that i've been stuck on for a little while in that game a lot of times what you just have to do is you just have to keep keep hammering it away at a boss and not be afraid you know if you have to die you have to die one one of the things one of the strategies i like to do is i like to make sure i have no money and no built-up experience before I go in to fight a either a boss or a mini boss, mini boss mid boss. Because <clears throat> that way, there's not much uh, lost. You take from you, there, yeah. Um, you know, if I lose a hundred experience over the course of a bunch of deaths, if I lose a hundred, a hundred uh, whatever the money's called over the over the course of a bunch of deaths, of the boss, it's not a big deal. So I always, after I'm done exploring or whatever, I either buy the coin purses or whatever, or I'll grind until I get to something I need to buy. So I'll grind and I'll I'll finish my skill point so I could get a, f- a complete skill point so I don't need to lose experience. Uh, and Then I just whack away at a boss. So last night I beat the Guardian Ape boss, which I, I thought was a mid-boss, but it ended up being a full boss. Um, so I got the attack power boost after that, which was nice. Uh, and I beat... Oh, what was the other... Oh, Oren of the Water uh, mid-boss. Um, <clears throat> so... I was actually talking to Corey a little bit about Sekiro. Was it today in our chat? He's he's uh, building up strength to tango with Genichiro. Did um, he?
1: Did you read his most recent message about it?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Yeah, I'll read it to you real quick. Is he playing um, now? He was playing earlier, um, right when we were started. He yeah. said, uh, "Genichiro, yeah. maybe the end of his time with the game. Oh, he doesn't really? care care enough to spend more than thirty minutes or so trying." And oh, okay. I've seen people take two three four hours trying to beat him it
0: took me a long time to beat him i told Corey, uh i i played him so much it got to the point where in his first two phases he would not hit me i had his moves memorized so well that he wouldn't hit me it wasn't until the third phase that he would kick my butt and i would crumble uh yeah, finally i i did end up beating him but it took a long time so um yeah but i i get it like you know it's it's one of those get good or uninstall games
1: uh, i want to go back to it but with everybody saying they're done like quit playing it at various bosses <laughs> so yeah. i'm like oh man
0: no i'm not gonna quit playing and there cory i don't know if you know this but there is a cheese method to be able to beat genichiro um i'm not above cheesing if i need to uh however whatever gets the job done you know
1: i'm i think it's fine if it's in the game like yeah. that i think yeah might as well as use
0: it. absolutely that's 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 my feeling too uh, like so I, yeah.
1: know, I know you're not getting the necessary skill to get get good, but... Get good. It's it's in there, so use it.
0: Yep, definitely. Um, So there's that. Uh, I beat Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Thank you. Uh, I still have yeah. a couple DLC uh, maps I have to do, uh, but I beat did beat the main game, so I've been back to uh, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. I'm almost done with that on the Switch, and then I'm not sure what I'm going to play on the Switch because that'll be... I'll be mostly caught up with my Switch games. Um, so I, that, that's when I might start Child of Light. Or I might buy something new. I haven't decided yet. What a game Child of Light is. Yeah, well, I want to revisit that. It's been so long since I've played it. I I, I've had the hankering, too. Yeah. And, you know, it's on the Switch, so. Might
1: as well, you know?
0: Yep. Uh, okay, so that's all I've got. Let's get into feedback.
1: So, Dan, while you're looking that up, Pittsburgh tied it. Oh, goodness. If I can get some of these right, that would be great. Yeah, I agree. I would like to be right on all of them, but that
0: never happens. Um, Okay. Uh, Looks like we only got feedback from Idaho Jake, who says... Hey, guys, I bought Borderlands Game of the Year Edition, and it's not that bad, so my plan is to play through it, Borderlands 2, then a pre-sequel, straight to Borderlands 2, or Borderlands 3, but Rage 2 is coming, so it might not happen. Well, uh, play through Borderlands 2, then pre-sequel, but Rage 2 is coming out, so it might not happen. Well, that's it for me. Have a great night. Um, I actually very briefly played the Borderlands game of the year edition uh luckily it was a free upgrade if you own borderlands on pc um and i was i actually considered uh seeing who wanted to maybe do a playthrough i'm actually interested Uh, because i think cory has it on on steamy steam
1: i would 100 uh be interested in playing okay fearless has been playing far too much
0: borderlands (laughs) it's really it's so good like as soon as i started playing again i'm like yeah this is this is good stuff right here uh what are we doing (laughs) anyway Uh. yeah no it's good stuff um i mean two two was my favorite but i've i played through two a lot uh one is probably the one i played the least of yeah so that's that's the one i would uh i would like to play oh i didn't play that much pre-sequel either i think i played through that once and that was it um, borderlands i think i mostly play on xbox too i don't know if i played it played through it on pc uh, before i switched over not being able to play pc ge- or shooters on on con- with a controller so
1: yeah dan when you want to start that let me know i will be 100 yeah. percent interested in playing
0: yeah maybe it's something we'll stream too i know we always say that but it's hard now with the hockey playoff starting because yeah, literally, gonna... like, I'm going to have a hockey game on all the time now, so... Yeah, oh my god, yeah, so... It might have to wait, but... We'll see. We we might
1: not be getting Borderlands 3 right at launch anyway.
0: If it's yeah, if it's not going to be on Steam, I won't be getting it right away. No, no, no question. Uh, so Jake will be our game... Uh, game challenge... Uh, our game giveaway winner. That's what I was going for. Congrats, Jake. So... Uh, I would say, well, let's wait till in between periods, but I'm not. I won't do that.
1: <laughs> random number generator.
0: because there's God. a minute plus. We can wait if you want. No, I don't. I don't want. I don't want dead air. Not that we would sit here in silence, but that's true. Wow, <laughs> we might. We might. Just a minute of silence. Uh, So, okay, so I sent Tate all of his games, and I sent Tito the game he won from last week. So Jake, I owe, I think think he sent me what he wants. And then Tito, I owe a game from a few weeks ago, so I will email those out. I actually got caught up, kind of, this past week, so. All right, so Jake, game number one. Real quick, Dan, did you see the pictures of the black hole? I did. What'd you think? Um... I mean, it's I I needed to have explained what I'm looking at. I, it's yeah, out there. I kind of. It's out there. I just I haven't I haven't had time to. I just looked at the pictures.
1: It looks like a planet. Yeah, it does. I don't know. I was interested because I was fascinated last night when I saw that that was got announced that yeah. we'd be seeing it today.
0: <laughs> and then then uh, Corey sent an obscene message. It,
1: that's the best way to wake up.
0: Something involving his butt. <laughs> that
1: way. Uh, Game number one is
0: fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, fifteen is Men of War Assault Squad Game of the Year, which I, I don't know. I might have had to send him that one. Nope. Okay, continue. One twenty. One twenty is Symphony. Symphony. 72. 72. Is Secret Order 2 Masked Intent? 42. Whoops. Hold on. 72. 22 is Neighbors from Hell Compilation.
1: Dang. Uh... 129
0: 129 joe danger 2 the movie which i'm not sure we have anymore ah uh, yeah i don't I feel, think we I do either like we sent that one out but we'll we'll leave it for now if if worse if, if worse comes to worse we'll re-roll for that one yeah so uh jake your choices are at least as of right now men of war assault squad game of the year Uh, Symphony 72 is Secret Order 2, Masked Intent, uh, Neighbors from Hell Compilation, and Joe Danger 2, the movie. So uh, let us know what you want. We will send it to you. I also, like I said, I owe you a game from a few weeks ago that I'll send you a list for. I'll probably email those out tomorrow then again i say that and i i don't end up doing it but i have been getting caught up on that stuff so uh beardless says it's the event horizon so that's the part of the black hole where nothing can escape once it crosses the event horizon it can't leave so that's what that means yeah so i've been wondering even light like once it passes the event horizon can't can't escape it gets just sucked into the hole
1: (laughs) space is so cool
0: it is very cool
1: and this is the one at the center of the milky way yeah
0: no it's at a galaxy some hundred million light years away or something not not another, ours another galaxy huh yeah um oh what was it called it had a name and- i was like i wonder if that's from something i know we should Andromeda. look it up real quick
1: um because uh... there's a theory that there's black holes in the center of all the galaxies right Isn't yeah i think
0: it? i think they're thinking now that there is a at least of the as the one the one in the ones we can see including our own uh black whoops black whole picture
1: this stuff' is all mind blowing to me uh,
0: center of a galaxy m87 but it had oh messier 87 I wonder if it was mark messier is is what I wondered.
1: <laughs> we don't need to feed his ego by naming a galaxy after him do we uh
0: it's the massive galaxy called messier 87 or m87 is near the virgo galaxy cluster 55 million light years from earth 55 million light years from earth
1: yeah somebody broke down that the light that we're seeing is so old that and then named a bunch of stuff that like had gone on that long ago or something like that i don't know yeah, i forgot light, how it was i mean it.
0: it's fifty. 55 million light years away that's when the dinosaurs were around
1: yeah but (laughs) so So it's not even what it looks like right now (laughs) no it could be gone
0: i don't i don't know yeah we have no idea which
1: is mind-blowing to me well
0: the sun that you see is the sun from seven minutes in the past that's how long it takes that's that's incredible to me or that's where the sun was seven minutes ago i think it's seven minutes if i remember correctly
1: that's just so incredible to me to think about like we need to have a huge breakthrough in space travel
0: yeah there's some interesting theories out there on on things they can do it's it's so hard uh the only there's a uh childhood childhood's end but arthur c clark had an interesting part where uh one of the guys snuck on a spaceship and he pretty much knew it was a one-way trip as soon as he came back everyone was going to be everyone he knew was going to be dead or gone yeah just because it takes so long i think it was 40 light years away that they were going so yeah to and from yeah it's a one-way trip that's correct. <laughs> uh that by the way has a very depressing ending i won't get into it but if you ever get the chance to read it don't
1: how far is it to mars do we know
0: uh i don't know the exact number how long would it take to fly there yeah it depends depends on how on how, where in orbit the earth is compared to there i think the shortest is like six weeks oh wow okay but it's up to a couple of year, like a year and a half if we're not that far really away close okay. and that's the i we, we had talked about this before but a part of the challenge of going to mars is when the orbits aren't close to each other you know you're talking about a long time in space travel um so because if you go there and have a stay like by the time you're ready to go back the the earth is either like it's moving further away so it's that much further to go to try to get caught up yeah yeah because of the orbits and stuff so you gotta plan it effectively yeah you have to plan it very effectively and that's why a lot of in a lot a lot of cases they think a trip to mars would be a a one-way trip
1: I feel like we should land on the moon again just to inspire people.
0: If they, they wanted to do that. It's, I actually, it's, it's the money, though. Like, it's what which, it boils down to.
1: They want. I guess the plan is they want to land by the moon by 2020-something and then by Mars by 2030, but yeah. a lot of people said that that wasn't going to happen. So
0: Yeah, I don't see it happening as optimistic as I am for space things. I just don't think it's going to happen
1: if i was president i'd funnel so much money into space yeah
0: well i mean a lot of the technological advances that we've gotten from around now are from people who were inspired by the moon landing you know
1: yeah yeah well exactly And that's why i think there needs to be like a re reinspiring of the nation yeah to go into tech
0: and engineering and
1: have people be like science. Oh, i want to be in yeah i wanna i wanna learn more about this because I feel like it just isn't as prevalent as it used to be yeah people just wanna get face tattoos and become rappers youtube stars, yeah, if he wants to become a scientist and like explore the galaxy yeah
0: <laughs> or they wanna be an instagram influencer,
1: yeah like that's where our youth sat, oh God, which is so sad, very sad <laughs> all right that's uh Well, i had to add about
0: space yeah that's enough off off topic but that's uh interesting okay uh next week i don't know what we're gonna do we'll have an episode for you it'll be wednesday again our new recording time uh beardless says don't worry elon will pull a tesla to the we'll put a tesla on the moon and they'll be ready to get our space travel sorted is he our best hope uh well i know amazon has some space stuff that they're doing too with uh blue origin
1: of course they are amazon so, could do
0: anything <laughs> amazon's gonna paint a giant amazon logo on the moon for us <laughs> to see <laughs> they're gonna remove that american flag and put the amazon logo but yeah i mean it seems like it seems this <laughs> is like no <laughs> uh yeah no it it seems like private stuff is is what's gonna take us back into space probably before before a, you know pu- publicly funded yeah venture. nasa but who knows? Yeah, anything could happen.
1: There yep. could be a breakthrough. People could get money. I don't know. It could happen.
0: He says private companies are not our best hope. I hope you're right. I hope. Uh, I hope the funding goes where it needs to go. So, like like I said, we <laughs> we, we got to stop our children from wanting to be Instagram influencers. Get yeah, right science and science and technology, robotics.
1: Yeah. It, I just feel like we'd be further along in 2019 than we are.
0: Yeah. No, we're going backwards.
1: <laughs>
0: Face tattoos. Face tattoos. Yep. Uh so yeah, that'll do it for episode four oh three of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.